Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich, where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of PB in Style. This is a podcast that is designed to help you with clarity, consistency, and authenticity in your brand. And in today's episode, we are talking to Ms. Lauren Palmer, and she has an amazing website, lifestyle blog, magazine called The Art of Living Beautifully. And I've known Lauren for some time, and I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her as well. Welcome, 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 Lauren. Thank you for being here. Hi. Thank you for having me, Andrea. Absolutely. So, guys, so here's the deal. Lauren and I met um, years ago. I can't believe it's been years, but it's been years. Mm -hmm. And um, she used to work in a boutique that I adore, Charla's in McKinney. And she was always so pleasant then, and she's always been pleasant since. And I just decided once I saw her lifestyle blog, and I follow her on Instagram and love every single thing she posts, I think I have a like on every single one of your pictures. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I swear I do. Uh, I just had to have her on the podcast because in talking to her about this, we both discovered we had something in common, and we're going to get to that mm -hmm. here in just a second. But before we do, Lauren, tell us a little bit about kind of who you are and your magazine. Absolutely. Um, well, I was born and raised here in McKinney, Texas, and um, I have, I'm the daughter of an artist and a cattleman, <laughs> so that's, oh, wow. uh, I'm the product, yeah, I'm the product of that. Um, I went to, to Texas Christian University in Fort Worth and studied fashion promotion, and I have a minor in Italian, and so I think that's probably where you and I first hit it off is that we just have a mutual love of style and mm -hmm. of beautiful things. <laughs> yes, um, but after, after college, I um, reconnected with my high school sweetheart, and I married him and moved back to McKinney, and I have two little boys that are um, eight and six now, James and Caleb, that are my oh, little wow. jewels, yes. Um, and they, they keep me young, even though they make me feel old. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I started the art of living net a few years ago as a lifestyle blog. And, uh, it was initially kind of a way to give me something to think about other than my kids. <laughs> I was yes. a stay at home mom and I felt very blessed that I could be a stay-at-home mom, but it was not easy uh, mentally. It was not easy for me to, to have um, so little adult conversation and to, I, I, I didn't think about anything other than toys and diapers and <laughs> no, kid, you know, kid stuff, cartoons, you know, and that, that it kind of, it, it, it wore on me and it, it was kind of tough it was kind of tough on my on my soul and my sense of self. 
So I started I started the Art of Living Beautifully.net as a blog, and I I just needed something else to think about, and and I I also knew um, I also knew that I, I wanted it to be a stepping stone to the next thing in my career, whatever that would be, um, because I had never had a ton of luck with 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 a career before then. I was a good a good student in college. I made good grades. I'm a smart, capable person, but it was very difficult for me to ever find a job that um, that I wanted to invest my whole career in. So I had to make my own. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I had to figure out, well, no one, no one else seems to see my value, so I'm just going to have to prove them wrong and show them. Exactly. And then, yeah, and then in this, the, the spring of this year, I kind of rebranded and refocused the Art of Living Beautifully to uh, focus completely on McKinney, Texas, and I switched platforms. I have the website, but I also publish a, a digital magazine all about McKinney, which I'm loving, and we're, I can't believe it, we, we just, we've, uh, we want, our new website launched in June, and since then, I've published three magazines. So it's been it's been a crazy fun ride. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I love I I went through the whole thing. I mean, I went through every single issue. I think in like one sitting because it was so good. Like I like I said, oh, I love you. love love your Instagram. And so um, when I saw that you had the magazine, I was like, okay, I got to go through these because these are beautiful. And and guys, I mentioned earlier that Lauren and I have something in common, and it's something that I've spoken about on the um, the show before, and it's that whole idea that your passion, um, it has to take a journey to find its purpose. And in having a conversation with Lauren, we both discovered that we had naysayers in our lives that, you know, couldn't understand our journey and the things that we, um, the different steps that it took us to reach our purpose, but that we both believe that each of the things that we've done um, as stepping stones in our passion's journey have been necessary for us to really make it to where we are today and be able to appreciate what we have and are doing business and creating um, currently. And I kind of wanted to have that conversation with Lauren simply because she and I do share that, and so the conversation Mm -hmm. is going to be amazing. I absolutely know it is. But I wanted also to have it because there are other individuals out there. I've heard them um, speak, and I know that there are other individuals out there who are frustrated because they don't know what their purpose is, and they feel like the thing that they've gotten started with in terms of their business or their idea, they feel like that is what they have to stick with because that's what they started with. And I think mm-hmm. this conversation is going to help them realize that that's just the first step on your journey, and it's not necessarily meant for you to stay there, but meant for you to learn and then move to that next level in your journey. So, Lauren, tell me a little bit about um, maybe a defining moment for you that triggered this whole idea. Like, I realize you said you had your boys, and, you you know, it was a mindset issue, but is Mm -hmm. that the thing, that that defining moment for you where you realized, okay, something happened? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think there were two defining moments for me. The first one was in the spring of 2014, I, um, I, I woke up, I opened my eyes one morning and the words, the art of living beautifully 
were just stamped in my brain. And when I when my eyes focused, my kid was staring staring at me, holding a dinosaur. And he's like, Mom, my dinosaur's tired. Can he get in bed with you? And I thought, well, this, of course, this is beautiful living that I've got this angel, you know, staring at me. It's <laughs> 6.18 in the morning, and, and this is a beautiful life that I have. But I knew that, I knew that there was another aspect of it that I, that I hadn't visited in a long time, and the inspiring part of my life, whether it be style or cooking or fashion or entertaining or home decor. It was like almost like the culture of my life w- was missing. Um, I had the family and I had the sweet boys that were healthy and happy, you know, praise the Lord that I had that. Um, but that was one defining moment when I realized I need, it's time now to find, to find that part of my life again. Uh, that I had kind of abandoned for diapers and play dates and, you know, <laughs> all of the stuff though. that, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was one, that was the, the first um, moment when I, when the idea was born. Uh, fast forward, fast forward to the spring of 2017, so that just this past spring, um, and let, actually, let me back up. In, in January of 2016, I knew it was time to make a change for the art of living beautifully. I had been blogging for two years, and it wasn't really going anywhere, which was fine because I knew that wasn't my final stop. I knew that was just to get started, but I wasn't, I wasn't really sure where I was going. And so I decided instead of a New Year's resolution, um, I was going to make a word for 2016, and that word was clarity. And I spent 2016 just really soul-searching and um, in prayer, just trying to find clarity of where, where am I headed, what am I doing, What's, what, where do I go from here. So the second defining moment came in this, this past spring of 2017 when the words digital magazine were stamped across my brain. That was the second time probably in my life that, that uh, words were stamped in my head. And wow. I felt like that was a sign. And I said, okay, I, I'll, I'll go with that. I'm going to run that way. And um, I, do, I am not a journalist. I'm not a graphic designer. I have never worked in publishing in my life other than this little blog that I, you know, invented and had a tiny fraction of space on the Internet. Um, other than that, I had no clue. I just went. I just said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So through a couple of um, conversations with various friends and people that I'd worked with, I'd, um, I realized I needed to refocus on McKinney and, uh, and, and really talk about what, um, what we have and promote what we have and promote our culture and our lifestyle. So those were the two real defining moments in my journey so far, but I'm very, um, I know there's going to be a lot more. Oh, oh, wow. Well, 
Let me ask you, you mentioned like this inspiration. Is there anyone now like as you create your magazine um, that inspires the act of that? Like is there someone that you look to like I know I love when it comes to entertaining and stuff, I love watching Ina Garden from T V Food Network. Yes. I love the way she she always makes it look so elegant and and, yes. so, and so I love so is there anybody like that that sort of inspires your Absolutely. Absolutely. And and as a creator, I'm constantly looking for inspiration. Um and I, I, I look a lot of places. Uh, one, right in front of me, I look at, at my friends. I look at my girlfriends. And I'm, I know that there is probably a time in every woman's life where they were maybe surrounded by girls that were um, mean <laughs> or catty mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I, I, don't, I think I'm very... Uh, cautious about who I surround myself with. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for <laughs> for any of that drama. Um, and I have. I, I surround myself with with great friends, and they inspire me. And I, I look for. Mm-hmm. I think it is so important as women that we support each other. That um, we're each other's biggest cheerleaders. And I think women are, are great people to surround yourself, just your friends and, and looking to see how they operate in their daily lives and how they parent their kids and what they like to cook. And, oh, look at those cool new boots. I'm, I think I'm going to need a pair of those or, <laughs> or, or whatever. So that first, probably first and foremost, I just look at my surroundings. I look at my editors that work for me in my magazine, and I, I am obsessed with seeing how people live. I'm just very mm-hmm. fascinated. I'm fascinated by lifestyle. Um, it's, uh, it's all, that's always inspiring for me. Uh, you know, on a more global level, um, I love Camille Stiles. She is a blogger out of Austin, and she just has a great aesthetic uh, to her website, to her emails. Like I love, I even love how her emails look on my computer screen. The color, the oh, pictures wow. are phenomenal. Um, yeah, so CamilleStyles.com, and she's kind of she's a lifestyle blogger. Um, I love Gal Meets Glam, Julia Hingle. She is a she is a, a mostly a fashion blogger, but this, this she travels all over the world, and I'm I can't believe that someone. That's someone's life, traveling to the most beautiful, cool places ever. And her husband is her photographer, and they travel together. And like, there, it just looks like a really beautiful life. Not to say they don't have problems, because you know we all do. But mm-hmm. I, that's that's very inspiring. That's inspiring, you know, in your marriage to remember, like, I have a have this constant boyfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, that that kind of thing inspires me. Those are those are two um influencers that I that I really follow that are very inspiring to me. You know, I'll say um like we talk about of coming like coming back around to the whole passions during a purpose is we talk you talk about these inspirations and the fact that your friends have been and the people that you surround yourself have been great inspiration to you. And I think one mm-hmm. of the things that the first one of the first things that people should remember when it comes to your passions journey is is what you just said, surrounding yourself 
with people who are going to be inspirational and not going to draw from you and pull from you and drag you. Oh, uh, that is so true. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, and I think in, in order for us to get to that point, though, where we recognize the, the value of people and what they have and the value they have in our lives, is first we have to value ourselves enough. And mm-hmm. we have Absolutely. to really tap into who we are and what, what we need to fuel us. Like, what do we really need to create what I call circumstances for optimal success? What do we really need to do what I call have authentic authority? We need to mm-hmm. know ourselves first. And that's how you're able to pick and choose and be very strategic and, you mm-hmm. know, about who you put in your life and you spend it you tend to spend your time with. So how would Absolutely. you describe, so how would you, like if that's a first step, how would you describe to this point your own passion's journey to its purpose? Well, you know, I think we have to, we, we may have, you know, more than one passion. Absolutely. And we may, we may be discovering a new passion. We may, I might discover one uh, down the road at some point. I think my my core passion uh, is is communication. It is communicating with people that, um, and and typically most of my um, most of my followers are women. So I will I will say you know communicating with women. I have a few good men in there as well, like my dad, <laughs> my dad and my husband, are, are, and my father in law are my are my male readers, but. Um, my my main passion is communicating with women and inspiring them to live a beautiful life. And mm. I, you know, right out of college when I couldn't find a job other than selling clothes. And I started working as a stylist for Nordstrom. I worked as a stylist for Calvin Klein. And even though that's not what I wanted to be doing, man, you, I mean, you know this as a stylist, you learn what women like you learn you learn a lot about women you learn mm-hmm. how insecure they are how uninspired mm-hmm. they often feel how stuck they feel in their circumstance and now you know 15 years out of college and looking back at those first jobs they really did prep me for what I'm doing now. So nothing is ever a waste. And if I could go back and tell, you know, the 22-year-old Lauren that this is not a waste, like take it for what it is, learn as much, like be a sponge and learn as much as you can from this point in your life because down the road you're going to be doing something it's really important for, for, for you and hopefully important to other people and you need to know as much as you can. So, you know, now I've, now I've realized my passion is, is communicating with, with women and my journey, that's where I am now. And I've gone from working as a stylist for Nordstrom to Calvin Klein. I had a seven-month career in real estate, which was mm-hmm. not my thing, um, to working for several years at a boutique in McKinney, Charlotte, where you and love it, love excuse me, where you and I met. I know. Um, to from there, um, you know, my most important job being a mom, and and you know. I think any mom will tell you your kids teach you so much. Like you learn so many oh, yeah. valuable lessons from your kids every day. 
um, to a part-time blogger to now a magazine publisher. And you know that my my passion is it's it's I'm slowly chiseling away. You know I think you do. Uh, my first my passion was fashion. I like every I think st- I like style. I like you know. And then Me you too. just kind of chisel down and hone in as you go. Yep, I agree. Mhm. I agree. Did that answer and, your um, question? It, it, I feel like it, I was I got no, a little long winded there. <laughs> no, it absolutely did. I think what we get hung up on is the passion we have, we think it has to manifest itself a certain way. Your passion Mm -hmm. is to communicate with women and to inspire them to live beautifully. That could have Mm -hmm. manifested itself so many different ways. Fashion Mm -hmm. styling is one way. Real Mm -hmm. estate is one way. Working in a retail shop is one way. You know, being Mm -hmm. a publisher of a magazine is one way. So so it it took all of those things, like you said, to get you to that point. But ultimately, it took you really having these moments of, these introspective moments, let's call it that, where mm-hmm. you realize, okay, this isn't this isn't the, the thing, you know. <laughs> um, right. I'm glad I did it, but I now know that that's not that's not it. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I don't want to call them moments of brokenness, but like I said, there are introspective moments where we can look at them. Of and course, say, I tried it, I did it. It didn't. It wasn't exactly what I wanted. I think that that quote is. It, it makes sense in what we're both saying here is that it's out of that brokenness. And brokenness may not be the best word for it, but it is out of, like I said, introspection and trying things and doing different things to get to the success point, to get to the, yeah. the goal. And we can't, we, can't, um, we can't fool ourselves in thinking that there won't be low points or there won't be mm-hmm. problems in business. There just right. is. And, exactly. Um, you know, we, what, what – what I have to be really careful about, and this is kind of circling back to something you said about, you know, uh, to create optimum success. When optimum you said success. that a few circumstances. Yeah. Um, is is um, being careful not to get discouraged. I asked. Mm-hmm. I was um, back when I first started the Art of Living Beautifully blog. I was selling Stella and Dot jewelry to pay for it. And I had the opportunity to um, meet with the Stellan Dot chairman of the board, Mike Lohner, and he is just a, a huge wealth of knowledge and uh, so, 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 so wise. And I am, I am someone who craves knowledge. I tell me, give me some good, give me some good words that I can take back and apply to my life. And I asked him, how do you keep from getting discouraged? Um, because when you start a business, it, you you can. It's not hard to to get discouraged. It's really not, and mm-hmm. it's all about mindset. He said, "Get discouraged and then get out," and just meaning don't stay there. Have enough control of your own brain, of your mindset, to compartmentalize and leave that compartment, leave that place of discouragement, and find inspiration. Do look for an easy win. So, um, for example, when I was selling Stella and Dot, if I was super discouraged, you know what? Call one of my call one of my clients who always bought stuff. That's an easy win. That's a quick little uh, boost 
for your self-esteem. Or call my mom. Right. Mom, we have these awesome new earrings. You know your mom's always going to shop from you, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> so go for really easy wins or, um, you know, have an inspiring Pinterest board that you can just look at and, and you know, feel the surge to move forward with your business so that you can afford all those things that you've been pinning mm-hmm. all that time. Um, but I, I think we have to be really careful about discouragement and don't, don't give it the time of day. Don't spend time being discouraged. You are wasting your time. There is a, there's a lot more things to do for success, and discouragement will take you nowhere. You know, that just that answers one of my questions because my next question was going to be what are three to five lessons that you could share with us on how to stay encouraged? And that basically answers that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, definitely, yeah. Um, be careful about getting discouraged. Surround yourself with really, really good people. Have important conversations either in person or on the phone. Do not text. Do not email important stuff. It's just the tone gets lost and there is a lot of miscommunication in text and email. So, that's so okay, we talked about um, this journey. Like I, we were still on that subject of your passion's journey to its purpose. And another thing that I think is very important here that you've mentioned, A, surrounding yourself with people, like like-minded people, and that can support you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I think what you've also done is, is sort of realize the area, like focus. And so you mm-hmm. focused your attention on McKinney, Texas. And tell us, mm-hmm. about, tell us a little bit about that. What have been some of the benefits to niching down your focus? Um, well, when I'm a blogger, uh, that was me and one billion other girls' <laughs> lifestyle blogging. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a really wide scope and it's a very saturated scope. Uh, so I think the first thing you need to, to do is um, find, find the felt need. Find how you are, what is it about you that's different than everyone else? What sets you apart? And you have to be, like, really look in the mirror. Don't look with rose-colored glasses. Well, yes, I am a lifestyle blogger, but they're just going to connect with me better because I'm more authentic. Um, maybe they will, but most likely you, you really need to hone in on something very specific that you do that sets yourself apart because it's just too saturated. The, the Mm -hmm. influencer world is so saturated. So when I decided to rebrand and and focus on McKinney, I was, I, I felt such a relief, like, oh, Thank you. Like mm-hmm. now, I now I have my people. Now I know who I'm reaching. Instead of every woman on the planet, now I'm trying to reach the women in McKinney. That that it's like a it's it was such a I relief to mm-hmm. do that. And there there really wasn't um, any McKinney quote influencers um, at the time that that only focus on McKinney. There's that we have several huge you know huge names. That, that live here, but they're not just focusing on McKinney. They, they're lifestyle bloggers or food bloggers or home bloggers, whatever it is. And, um, and I found that felt need. And I think that comes with um, experience. It comes with age. It comes with really honing in on your skill set, 
on what you love, finding that passion. Go to workshops. Go to continuing education. Meet with other women that you um, that that you're intrigued with. There's all. We always come across women on Instagram or at um, school drop-off or at church or where, you know, in the neighborhood that you're just kind of intrigued with. You're curious about their story for whatever reason. Connect with them. That's how we – I think that's how we learn about ourselves as well is is connecting with other people. So that was, that was a really um, – I think that when I decided to to narrow down my niche to being in McKinney, it was a it was a huge relief, and it was um, it, I found much so much more success in the past you know six months that I've been doing this with the Art of Living Beautifully magazine than I did in the whole three years that I blogged as a lifestyle blogger. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that, I think the, the the truth of the matter is, is, like you said, and I love the way you said it, is it's relief because mm-hmm. I think yeah. we, we feel like we have to be like everybody else in order to be successful. We feel like we have to do it the exact same way that other people are doing it, and it makes us feel uncomfortable because we know it's not mm-hmm. really us. We know it's not mm-hmm. how we would choose to do it if we had our we had our druthers. But the truth of the matter is, is we do, and as when we recognize that when we use our strengths, when we focus on what sets us apart, that's where that authenticity comes in. And mm-hmm. it allows us to be ourselves. And you're right, it's like a breath of fresh air. We can just like sit back and just like, oh, you know. Ooh, I yeah. yeah, I could do this. This is me all day. I can do this. Um, yeah. So that's, that's great. It's a great, those are great benefits. Um, Mm. to focusing down your niche and narrowing down your niche. Yeah. I love it. So um, tell us, when we spoke, you know, before we did this podcast, um, we were both expressing the idea that um, it took us a lot of different things. Like like you've mentioned many of yours, and I've Mm -hmm. mentioned many of mine. Do you think your journey's complete? Do you think we're, do you think that you still have a long way to go, or do you feel like and, I, and I'm a strong believer that you know it's a journey. Period. Like life is a journey, and we never get to that thing. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you know I did it, but where do you think you might um, take the art of living beautifully from here? Do you have any? Yeah. Or- well, by no means is my journey complete. Um, I'm, I'm still, I, I feel like I have a, a newborn, <laughs> a newborn baby again. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my marketing director the other day, and I said, I, I'm exhausted. Like, I feel like I have a newborn again. And she said, you do. The Art of Living Beautifully magazine is just a few months old. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you do have an, a, a newborn. And, and, and with that is a lot of surprises. It's a lot of learning. Uh, there's a huge learning curve. And I'm just doing my best to stay above board and um, not run out of oxygen <laughs> uh, throughout, <laughs> throughout the day. Um, you know, I... I don't know. I, I don't know what's next. I, I do always feel like whatever you're doing, it's it's the stepping stone for, to the next to the next the, to whatever's coming next. And I knew when I started the Art of Living Beautifully dot net, um, I knew that wasn't going to be forever. It was just to get me to the next step. And you know, this is going to be the same way. 
I believe. I, I've said from the beginning, if, if Chip and Joanna can make Waco, Texas look so appealing, mm-hmm. what, would people, what would people do if they could discover McKinney? And I would, I would, I, I want people to know about our town. You know, in the coming years, uh, we are on track to be bigger than Arlington. It will be oh, wow. Dallas, Fort Worth, McKinney. That that's wow. going to be the third um, kind of the third hub in the DFW metroplex. And well, I have to say, I love. Love, love McKinney. I love downtown McKinney. That's how I found Charlotte. That's how I found you. Mm-hmm. I go there for a sense of like I don't I don't know how to describe downtown McKinney. It's like it's like a Texas version of New York. Like you can yeah, just yeah. It's the only downtown shop. square in North Texas. It's the only it. square like with the courthouse in the middle, and now that courthouse is now the McKinney Performing Arts Center. We outgrew it a long time ago, but it's still there. And we have the downtown McKinney, which is awesome, but we also have some other incredible parts of McKinney. Stonebridge is a, a master-planned community that's it's incredible. We have an, um, a Croatian village that is called, called Adriatica. It's actually where you and I are meeting this week for coffee. Yes. But it's, it's, a, it's modeled after Croatia. Um, with cobblestone oh streets, I yeah, it's wait. it's incredible. I mean, we have there's there, we have downtown, but we have we have a lot more than that too. And I really I want my the mission of McKinney is to uh, excuse me the mission of the art of living beautifully is to remind our our citizens of what we have and to create a sense of loyalty to our town. Um, to inform visitors and would-be visitors of what we have and that uh, McKinney is worth their uh, travel and their time and their commerce, and then to ensure citizens and visitors that McKinney has everything they need to thrive and to survive. Um, so I, I, would, I would love to have a, for the Art of Living Beautifully, to um, become just a, a, the, the, the platform for McKinney and to reach, to reach um, our citizens and would-be visitors to come, come on down. <laughs> come on down and, and, and visit well, I us. I, it's just a gem. I'm excited. I'm excited about our meeting this week because I didn't know that that was a Croatian sort of mem- uh, you know, version. Village, yeah. It's really cool. So I'm excited to see that. But before I let you go, I have a couple more questions that I want okay. readers to understand because Lauren – has really shared with us a true path that an example of a a path that a passion can take to meet its purpose. And I feel like her art of living beautifully is, even though it's just another stop along her journey, has really um, just sprouted out tremendous purpose. When you talk about, when you hear her talk about McKinney and her passion for that city, um, I think it really speaks to the fact that she's used everything up to this point along this journey to fulfill this particular purpose. And you can hear it as a purpose when she speaks. So I want to know from you, um, first of all, what is your definition of the art of living? Let's, let's first, I want to hear that. And then I want to know how, what advice you can give us to live beautifully. Okay, so I think the art of living is basically your own personal culture. What, um, how do you live? What does it look like? 
Um, what does it taste like? How does it smell? What are the colors? And, and as the daughter of an artist, I am, um, I, I, at a very young age, I fell in love with color. So color is a, is a really big part of my life. And I know that's a little <laughs> of an odd statement or a broad statement no. even, but um, I, I, color, color is something that it brings me a lot of happiness. So I think when you're looking at your own personal culture, um, your life's culture, um, what are, what do you, what does that, what things are involved in that that make you happy? And when people are, are, you know, advice to people and how to live beautifully, um, for me, I'm a, I'm a very visual person and aesthetics are, have always been really big for me. So I would say, what do you want your life to look like? And that can, that can be so broad. That can be, what, what, what do you want your house to look like? How do you want your bedroom set up? What smells do you want your husband to smell when he comes in and you're cooking dinner? Um, do you want to all be sitting around a table and laughing or bowing your head to pray? Or do you all, all want to have TV trays and watch your favorite shows? And w- how do you want to be dressed? I just look at it as an all-encompassing thing of what you want your life to look like. And then, then do that. Go make it look like that. So if, if something that makes you happy is that uh, when your husband comes home, you look cute, girl, go put on some lipstick, <laughs> spray some perfume before he gets here, like make <laughs> that happen, you know, or maybe your man is a stay at home dad and he does the cooking and, and you come in and, and there's your cutie cooking dinner, like whatever, whatever it is and, and however you want it to look, work to make it look, to make that reality. That's, that would be my advice is to envision what you want it to look like. Mm-hmm. I love every second of it. I want to thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lauren. I think that we have given our listeners an amazing um, little chunk of knowledge that they can hold on to and chew on for a while because um, your passion's journey to its purpose is one that is ever-evolving, always, you know, just something new and fun to look at, but it's required, it's necessary, and that we shouldn't look Mm -hmm. at our passion as this, static thing that is, is mm-hmm. has to do with the way it came to us the very first time, we have to know that it's a journey and that is going to take us doing several things under mm-hmm. the umbrella of that passion to determine how we best want to use it and, and, and you know, achieve our goals. So thank mm-hmm. you again. Thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. I loved every minute of it. Guys, you can definitely look for more of Lauren Palmer uh, as a part of PBN Style. I'm sure I'll interview her again, but... Don't forget, guys, all of the deliciousness happens over on the PBN Style email list called The Kitchen. There you will have access to all of the yumminess and goodness that happens after the podcast. You never know. The secret is always in the sauce, so you have to join that list if you want to get access to all of those goodies. But until next time, thank you again for listening to PBN Style Podcast. And we hope that you you love yourself enough to be yourself and lead with intention and purpose. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.